Welcome to Parenting Isn't Easy. I'm Daryl. I'm Margaret. And today we're actually here with some friends of ours. They've come in and they're uh, Dan and Tara Arevalo. They're here today to talk today. We're going to be talking about teaching our kids and working with our families to have a healthy lifestyle. Um, Dan and Tara, they've been really good friends of ours for a long time. And really one of the cool things that um, I've always uh, you know, thought was great about them is I've been able to sit back and see um, how they've been examples to their kids and just how they live a healthy lifestyle themselves in different ways. And um, I'll let them introduce themselves, kind of talk about, Tara, you can talk about kind of what you do and um, what you've done and to kind of be able to be our expert in this field. Ooh, you're the expert. <laughs> you are the expert. At this table. <laughs> yes, yes, at this table. table. Yes, we'll take that. Um, I'm Dan. I have been married to my wife for 21 years. You sure? 21. 21 and a half? <laughs> no, 21 and two months. 21 and a sixth. Okay, 21 and six months, and we have two daughters. They are 20 and 19. Um, yeah, that's it. That's, that's it? Me. All right. And I'm Tara, and I've been married oh, to Dan for 21 years and two months, to be exact, because it's August 7th is our anniversary. <laughs> August and, uh, 7th? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> And okay. so I'm a nurse okay. practitioner. I work at the homeless shelter in San Antonio, but I dabble a little in uh, obesity medicine. I like to help people lose weight. That's my goal. If we can get everybody to lose a little bit of weight, maybe we won't have so many medical problems in the world. And um, Prevention type stuff. Yes. Yes. And so yeah, what's that? What is that? So that works as that works with you and you've, you've, you've been to school and you've learned about all that kind of thing, those kinds of things. Um, so when we talk, when I think of healthy lifestyle, you know, obviously, and I think most people that are friends of mine, they, they, they see that I, I like to work out and I try to, well, like to I, lift things that are heavy. I do like to lift things that are heavy, but I also, but, but I also, I can look back through my journey of health where I can think back to whenever I, before that, that, and there was a time when I wasn't eating healthy at all. And that really basically till I was 35. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's when it comes to play, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I'm 35. I might die soon. So I need to start eating I'm healthy. pre-death. <laughs> pre-death. Yes, I'm pre-death. <laughs> Pre-diabetes. <laughs> right, but yeah, definitely, I, was, definitely I was free everything at that point. Not taught in school. You're not, even in the medical field, you're not taught how to eat healthy and how to eat right and how to teach your kids how to eat right and how to teach other people. It's literally the hardest, most difficult thing to figure out on your own, but also to teach other people to do. And so it's... Well, and everybody has like preconceived notions about what they think is healthy. Mm-hmm. You've yes. got, and then you've got so many different resources. resources, and one will tell you, oh, no, you need to eat low fat and high carb, or you need to eat no sugar, nobody but... Says nobody says low fat. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> but nobody says high carb. People but when you look at stuff that is low fat, it's usually higher in carbs yeah. Yeah. because they use the sugar to replace to give it flavor because you lost all the fat. Yeah, I like what you said about preconceived notions because I think that's one of the hardest things we have to do is is um, defeat our habits, right? So right. if we think something is healthy or if we think we're already eating good or well, mm-hmm. well, yes, yeah, um, it's hard. To- it's hard to. Prove to ourselves otherwise, you know, breaking a habit is very hard. Yeah. When you look at the different diets, though, all the diets work. And studies show that whatever diet you can stick to is the diet that works. So it doesn't really matter what diet you choose as long as you're 
being intentional and focusing on something. Yeah. And so I, whether it's low fat or keto or or um, Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers, Weight Watchers or any diet you could possibly think of, they all work. Americans, Atkins, yes, Mediterranean, South Beach, Mediterranean, South Beach. Like whoever stops first loses. The Zone. <laughs> now I'm just trying to name all the ones that I can think of. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but they work. They all work, and if you focus on it, and if you're being intentional, and if you're paying attention to what you're eating, that's what works. And if you're paying attention to your health, that's what works. Mm. So. I think there's, and I think I think one of the things you can remember too is there's a, um, I mean, you could even have a pizza diet if you just work it the right way. I don't know. Does, <laughs> it, does this fit my macros? Does you know, it fit I, my macros? I also Ooh. think what works, to Tara's point, is something that you can maintain, right? Because it's all about consistency, but also that you can have support in, too. So. Well, who is it? There, there's, a, there's a friend of mine that he does um, intermittent fasting. Oh, yeah, that's, and, that's another one. And that, that's one that you've done in the past. Mm-hmm. And what he, but he was telling me that he fits it in his macros where he can have a he can have a um, package of biscuits, mm-hmm. like the cylinder the of biscuits. The entire package, yes. The entire package oh, every night before he goes to bed. That's oh, every like, night? Every day. That's Ooh. a daily, like, he works his macros out to where yeah. that fits in his macros. I feel like I would get tired of, of biscuits. cylinder biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that what we're calling them, as cylinder biscuits? So, I mean, do you have another word for them? What kind like, of yeah, I mean, they're really, what else, what else would you call them? Like Free biscuits in a can? Canned biscuits, biscuits can is what biscuits? I, I don't know that I call them cylinder oh, well, biscuits. They come in a cylinder. What about croissants? Oh, I mean, oh. croissants, yeah. Using your French accent. So. I feel like we need to explain that, but we don't. <laughs> it's, it's, I feel like we don't. Yeah, it's, it's better left unsaid. I'd rather. Um, yeah. So, but. So. And as far as parenting comes, what are things that we can do as parents to show, to, to move those kind of habits and create those habits in our kids' lives? So I think um, number one is knowing that like being healthy is linked to so many different things. And if we know that for ourselves, we know that it's healthy for ourselves. So it should be something that we pass on to our kids, not, oh, we want our kids to live the best, um, their best life and give them everything they want and, and have anything and take them through the McDonald's drive-thru and the Whataburger drive-thru and the Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru. And, but it, it affects our immunity. It affects our mental health, which you guys touched on a couple weeks ago. And, and if we know those things for ourselves, we can make sure to be intentional about how we do it in our personal lives. And then that will be modeled for our children. So to take the easy, a lot of times that means we have to take the easy part of our lives out though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, convenience isn't necessarily the best thing to do for being healthy. I think that you have to invest in yourself and it takes some intentionality for mm-hmm. that to happen. Uh, also, I think it takes some modeling. You have to model that behavior yeah. yourself for your kids to want to do it. Uh, if they see that you take pride or take joy in it, I think that they'll have a little bit more... Um, have an easier time yeah. adapting to something like that. You know, I think I see in kids more today than I ever have a dislike of McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Like I can, like I think when my kids were younger and even the ones that are old, you know, even as I first got into children's ministry and working with kids, there was, you know, I could go to McDonald's with any kid, but now more and more I go run into kids and I'll be like, Hey, yeah. And they're just like, yeah, we don't. Well, they don't want to go to McDonald's, but they want to go to Chick Fil A instead because they have an association that 
for some reason, Chick-fil-A is healthier than McDonald's. Because it's God's chicken. Because <laughs> they're closed God's on Sunday. Chicken. But yes. in reality, fast food is fast food is fast food. And, and Are you saying you can't eat healthy at Chick-fil-A? You can eat healthy anywhere, but you're, well, you're when so, you're surrounding yourselves, yeah. if you sit at a table with donuts, I mean, your kids can't choose French fry over uh, chicken breast if you don't put a French fry in front of them. Yeah. I mean, you you have to not surround yourself with those options if it's a troublesome thing for you. So, yes, you can get a salad at well, like, McDonald's, yeah, so. you can get a salad at Chick-fil-A, but... You, you can also get a Sunday at exactly. McDonald's. You wouldn't go yeah. to a shake like, at Chick Fil A. You wouldn't go to the liquor store to do your grocery shopping because you're going to be at the liquor store, and the the idea to pick up liquor is right in front of you the whole time. So you wouldn't, especially if you're an alcoholic. Yeah, so which you, is comparable to food addiction, food addiction, and that's a lot of times how I relate to my patients that have addictions because they food addiction is a real food thing. addiction is very real. And like when I quit drinking Coke Zero, but now I do it again, so I can't really. Um, it yeah. took. I thought about it every day for a really long time, like three years, until I started drinking it. I would say, like sugar addiction, food addiction is probably one of the strongest addictions that we have to fight on a daily basis. Oh yeah, basis. every day, every day, mm-hmm. every day. Those Reese's with pe- Reese's with Reese's pieces inside of them. It's a battle. So Look, every if, time. If you go back every to time. what you said <laughs> about the ease of things, so then you have to be creative as a parent, especially if you're a single parent or you're in a family where both parents don't like to cook. Um, you have to be creative and think, okay, I need to do some preparing on Sunday so that we have food for the rest of the week, or I need to do some preparing on Saturday so that we have food that's ready for the rest of the week. And Or you can cook double the amount when you do actually cook. Um, if you cook, say, three times a week instead of seven, you cook twice the amount, then you have two meals. And depending on the age of your kids, you can bring them into the meal prep process and they yeah. have to do something. And I think that's something that's super important to have them included on that because that creates that understanding of, hey, we're doing this because we want to live a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that we have to get across to kids. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So kind of in our pre 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 pod conversation, pre cast, pre cast, Anyway, um, there's so many different like levels this is, this that this hits upon. So you're talking about meal prepping, and then all of a sudden you have quality time with your children in the kitchen prepping. And yeah. Then, you have conversations that you may not have had with them because you have that time that now that you're spending with them. So not only does eating healthy promote a, a healthy lifestyle, it's a holistically healthy lifestyle, not just a food-based healthy lifestyle. And I'm not saying you can't go through the drive-thru. I'm just saying don't go through the drive-thru every day. You have to You have to say, okay, well, especially financially, it's expensive, but... Um, you have to think, okay, I'm going to go through the drive-thru on Wednesday after church because Wednesday's a long day for me, and I know that ahead of time. And yeah, so we still do. Yeah, I mean, we that's still what do. we do. I mean, we, we, Wednesdays, we know in our but in our financial stuff, even mm-hmm. we budget in money for Wednesday mm-hmm. Wednesday night meal at Chick Fil A or Whataburger or you know Mod or whichever place we're going to stop that night. There's there's a place in there for that. Shout out to Mod, they're delicious. <laughs> I know we need that mod sponsorship coming in anytime now. Mod, mod we we, we can totally use that mod. Well, I just take some pizzas. I'd be they happy have with that. Cauliflower crust, so you can they actually do. like anyway. But aren't their cauliflower crust like more have more? They do have more calories than their normal crust. Yeah, but calories calories are not calories. But it wasn't like They're, all calories aren't equal. It yes, wasn't like right. a drastic difference even with carbs compared to like the regular crust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right. they, it probably has more nutrients. 
than the grain bread crust. Because probably because <laughs> cauliflower has is a vegetable, right? Yeah, I mean that's what I've heard. I mean, mm. just it's the not rumor. Green, it's a rumor. It's a rumor on the street. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Right. yeah. And, and you can sneak like with Cooper because he tells us he's vegetable intolerant all the time. So <laughs> I have to sneak vegetables into things. And so even the other day, I made a Mexican chicken and I did half white rice, but then I also grated some cauliflower in there and put spinach in it. And then, or like anytime I make any kind of tomato sauce, or if I make a meatloaf or something, I always grate zucchini or like chop up spinach really finely to try to get more vegetables. And he knows they're in there. So it's not like he's, oh, I can't eat that. Uh-huh. He knows it's in there and he'll eat it. But sometimes you just have to adapt when your kids won't eat a healthier mm-hmm. option. Yeah. And the thing to remember is that obesity and um, being overweight is rampant right now. So almost everybody is suffering with it. And it's linked directly to so many different diseases. And if you have, it's kind of like smoking. If you have, if you know smoking is linked to cancer, but you continue to smoke, you're kind of at fault. But if you... If you're not really aware that obesity is directly by itself linked to uh, swelling of the ankles, you don't have to have any other problems, but if you have obesity, you can have swelling in your ankles and it's directly linked. It's directly linked to diabetes. It's directly linked to different cancers. And so if you know that it's directly linked and you're driving through the drive-thru and getting a Big Mac, then you're kind of at fault. The problem is, is that it's such an addiction that um, it's such a... Um, it's, it's basically just an addiction and you can't, I mean, I can remember cause I've suffered with obesity for such a long time. I can remember just having to take different routes home. So I wouldn't drive through the drive through of a, a fast food restaurant that I would like to think about all day long because that's what I would be craving that day or whatever. So it's just, if you know that it's linked to those things, then you should really sh- should do everything in your power to not do that stuff. Yeah, it's not always easy. You know, yeah, I, it's definitely not easy. And that's and it's not. It's not easy. And I don't think any part of it is. No. And that's. And I think we have to think about that on our own level. Um, but when it comes to teaching our kids, that it really is an, an example thing. Exactly. It has to be an example thing mm-hmm. that we jump at. You know, and your kid. We forget so many times that our kids really do. They take examples after who we are as parents. Yeah, they're watching you. You know, in, in everything that we do. You know, and I think even for me, when when we were talking about healthy, we were talking, we were talking about healthy lifestyles, one of the, we talked about how there's different ways, you know, the, the different ways kids grow. You know, the kids grow um, mentally, they grow socially, they grow physically, they grow spiritually and different things. Um, one of the play things that I, and I totally didn't, this is totally nothing prepared on this. Um, one of the things that I always appreciated about y'all is it for, as from a kids pastor side of it was the way that you guys on the spiritual side and on the social side with your girls, um, y'all were y'all never shied away from exposing them to missions because you were involved, but you brought them along with mm-hmm. you. Could you, uh, Dan, talk about? Can you talk for just a minute or two about? You know what that looked like, or why that was so important to you to bring that forward in your, your in your girls' lives. Um, yeah, absolutely. I you know that that's a such a loaded question because we could do a whole podcast on that. But 
I think a lot of it goes into you. Everybody's already saying, "Do as I say, not as I do." Um, so it's really hard to model behavior uh, a lot of times because if you want your children sometimes to do better than what you did, or you know maybe you're stuck in a habit or an addiction or something that, yeah. that you don't want them to see or do. Uh, when it comes to me, I think, and Tara was really the the sleuth on this one, kind of figured this out for me. But uh, quality time is sleuth. Is sleuth a good word or a bad word? I feel like what it's is, like, sl- like a sly movement. It's like, like a detective. Okay. Yeah. Like a All right. I was thinking sloth. Oh, oh, I was yeah, thinking like sleaze. Carmen Sandiego? Okay. Anyway. We're All right, sorry. <laughs> we need that Carmen Sandiego sponsorship. Carmen Sandiego. Uh, no, quality time is one of my love languages too. And I think, you know, I tell all my buddies that if they're going to have children, I want them to have daughters because the daddy-daughter uh, dynamic is incredible, just like the mother-son. Uh, but anyway, it came down to me wanting to serve and also spend time with my children. And... Uh, the best of both worlds is is instilling the love in their hearts to serve and spend time with their dad and seeing um, not only the good that you can develop with the relationships of the people that you're serving, but you're also serving someone, you know, and, and yeah. you're, you're promoting in your children that uh, acting outside of themselves is, is just as important as, as investing in your spiritual life. And in a sense, when you're serving a community, you can do all of that at the same time. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I sit back, I think about doing missions days over at Agora with, with mm-hmm. y'all. I can think about doing um, some different, just different things around, you know, not just at church, but out, you know, doing different things in the community with you guys. Yeah. And, uh, and you were like, hey, teen challenge. You got the girls with you toting along. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I always wanted my girls to understand that they could do anything that me or Tara could do. Like if we are doing something, they have the ability to participate in doing that. And that's probably because my wife is such a strong uh, leader in, and she's a... Well, also, we just wanted them to be well-rounded. Like they didn't experience um, the things that we experienced as a child with alcoholism and... Um, you, you were an alcoholic when you were a child? No, no. Our, oh. my, like my uncles and my dad was an, an addict and... Um, they didn't experience any anything like that in our household. We, um, but anyways, we just um, or poverty that we experienced yeah. as a child. I mean, it's just like you me know. when I was take. I would take my kids with me to Metro Camp for that kind of mm-hmm. same thing because it was important that I, they understood that hey, these are kids that they're going to hang out with, that they're going to play yeah. with, and that they mm-hmm. that they're the same. You have the ability to hit all of these like major things in your children's life just by spending time with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and if you love to do something, share that with your children and they'll see that, that you have a passion in their heart and that's going to make them look up to you and be proud of you and be like, that's my mommy or that's my daddy. And, yeah. and then you, you're having those conversations with your child because oh. they're like, what, yeah. why are you excited about this? Or, 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 you know, they see people love on you and they see you love on other people. And, yeah. and at the very bare minimum, you know, their spiritual health is, is magnetized yeah. by well, it. And, and it builds trust in them to come to you for those things too. You know, you're saying that about, I think for me, and this is kind of goes around to the whole physical side of stuff. I think one of the, my favorite moments as being a parent is when, um, watching Cooper watch me compete in CrossFit in mm-hmm. competitions mm-hmm. and just seeing his, like all of a sudden this intensity <laughs> of, Oh my goodness. Excitement. He, yeah. He was just excited and he was into it. And I remember, I remember I was in the middle of a workout one time and during, during a competition, I looked over at him and he was just, he was just ready. Just, just so just into it. And I remember just 
that whole feeding of that. Your list. passion is showing in his life. Oh, yeah. And he's excited for you. And it builds like a unbelievable level of intimacy between you two. Yeah. And he was super proud of, hey, that's my dad. Yeah. And so I think it's important that we create those moments that our kids look at us and say, oh, dude, look at what my parents are doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that's even when we go back to like thinking about that, well, Hey, my dad's, my dad's here helping this group, helping this ministry or helping or serving in this, this thing. They can look at you that and say, man, that is something I don't, it's not just, Hey, I want to be like my dad. Right. Cause they're going to want to be like you no matter what. Yeah. But it gives them something to strive for beyond Hey, yeah. Beyond well, talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, what, exactly what I was going to say, Tara, is that not, now you go into like you're talking to your child about being passionate about something, but not from a place of do what I say, but from a place of do what I do. I'm yeah, passionate about completely. something. You've seen me be passionate about something. And it it just comes from a completely different level, uh, not of authority, but of like experience. Like you've experienced the passion in your life. They've seen it in you. Uh, and I think that it carries so much more weight when you have those kind of conversations. Oh, that, definitely. That authority behind your... And, and even with that, like they're not, it doesn't mean that your kids are going to be perfect and, and work out with you every Saturday morning or even not go to Chick-fil-A every day like our one of our children does. Um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it just is setting them up for success to be well-rounded for in general. So even if it doesn't translate directly into them being healthy and them doing the things, it, it creates a foundation a foundation and it may be something that you don't see right away Mm -hmm. either Mm -hmm. it may be something Mm -hmm. that as they grow older you they have to learn on their own Mm -hmm. but they'll come back around full circle to be like oh yeah this is what I learned this is how I can apply this yeah when Taya's friends are telling her they want her to be a nurse now because she's um, very knowledgeable and um, (laughs) (laughs) um dietary health uh, aspects of things and just because she's speaking into their lives in that manner because she just hears it all the time and she knows that it's important but Margaret to what you were just saying um, like you may invest into your child um, their spiritual health their mental health their physical health and you don't see it manifest until maybe they're older Um, I imagine you guys are seeing that now very early and you'll probably continue to as Scout moves out and matures on her own um, because she I'm sure she's maturing Rapidly having to live on her own. Oh, yeah. Um, but like Taya, for example, she moved out and she goes to Angela State, and her maturity level for us has been like, who is this child? You yeah. Know? Like, she's our she's baby. She's not a child. Exactly. She's <laughs> our like, baby. Who's this young like, adult who's this married? Is now a young adult, and her maturity is, is very like impressive, you know? So, yeah. It, you invest in, and not to say that Kyla's isn't, because I know she's going to listen and be like, you didn't say that about me, Dad. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm just trying to say is maybe you don't see immediate results, but um, just like in your work life and in your spiritual life, you don't, sometimes no, when you doesn't. pray, you don't see that result today or tomorrow or the next day. Sometimes it's a season yeah. before you see those results. Totally. Totally. And I, I think there's, we, we have to realize that, that, Hey, that we're in this for a long haul. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a long, it's a long game type mm-hmm. situation. It's mm-hmm. not a thing that we're saying, Hey, we're just doing this today. Mm-hmm. It's a, Hey, it's a lifestyle. I can't, yeah, I can't just go to I can't just say, Hey, I'm going to drop out and do a diet for the next week. Right. 
or the next for that the next month or two and be done. You know, it's got to be something that you're going to change things in your life. You're going to show your kids over time that you mean what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that comes with any anything that's out there when it, especially when it comes to healthy living type stuff. Well, and there's a movie called um, The Magic Pill on uh, Netflix that's really good at explaining that. And then there's a book called The Secret Life of Fat that is really good at um, discussing the longevity of, especially if you suffer with obesity or um, overweight um, or any health overeating or any health problems that are associated with that. Those will um, those two things are if you have kids, if you haven't seen The Magic Pill, it's just really good at explaining all the details of the the food industry and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I think it's, it's, you know, just kind of wrapping stuff up. I think it's important that we remember that um, that all those things are out there, that you can always, you can find diets, you can find workout programs, you can find, um, you know, ways to be healthy as far as even your spiritual well-being. You can find discipleship programs. Mm-hmm. You can find um, e- emotional support groups. You can find different things like that. You can find places to have a a healthy social life. You can find even as you know, you find friends, you know, people that are like-minded that are working, working through different things, people that go to church with you, different areas like that. I think for us as parents, we have to realize that, Hey, that has to be something that we find important so we can model it for our kids. Absolutely. And I think in all of those things, those are not things we can just ignore because I don't want to be healthy or I, you know, I don't want to do the work or I don't want to, it has to be something that for us as parents, we have to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's because if we want our kids, if we want our kids to do better, like you were even saying earlier, if we want our kids to do better, we want our kids to be in a better situation than we are. Those are the places and those are the things that that happens in. Mm-hmm. And so as, as we go, as we kind of wrap, like I said, we wrap this up, just for think about that. This, it has to come from you. Mm-hmm. It has to come from your parents and your parent, the best way to do it is by modeling. Mm-hmm. You have to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Yeah. And one of, one of Tara's favorite sayings is, um, there's no rules, you know, yeah. like there's Absolutely. no rules to this. There's, I mean, from, from trying to be healthy and modeling a healthy lifestyle, what you find that works best for you is what works best for you as long as it's within the parameters of being Healthy. Not cookies every day. Yeah, not mm-hmm. cookies. Absolutely, cookies. I mean, unless you get fed in your macros. Yeah, unless you get fed in your macros. But there's, there's, there's no, yeah, and there's, there's no, no rules. I mean, you're gonna if you're paying attention, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. I mean, you just have to pay attention. Intentional. Intentional. Be intentional. Yeah. Completely. And so those are the things that those are things that we can look forward to. Things we can work at. Oh, we've got just a couple more episodes left in this season that we're going to be sharing with y'all. Uh, we're working on some different things that we're going to be showing over the next couple of weeks. Margaret looks at me like I'm crazy, but I'm No, I'm just on... wondering what those things are that we're working on. <laughs> I, I told you. They're, they're in the planner. They're in the planner. They're on the white. They're on a sauna. Um, they're on the what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. But anyways... Thanks so much for listening. Uh, make sure to leave us a comment on on either the Facebook page pages or um, or where places where like our what is it called Apple Podcasts podcasts yeah so wherever your you podcast platform the podcast platform is it a pod or is it a cast it's a podcast <laughs> <laughs> and you have those things and we have that and make sure you leave us a comment leave us some. 
you know, reviews, things of that nature. If you have any questions, any other topics you want us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye.